Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a wonderful day to you. This is Brad Zocco, and you're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. This is the Revelation verse-by-verse edition, and we're finishing out Revelation chapter 18 in this podcast. I want to thank you so much for how you've been able to just give us encouragement and prayers. Uh, Many of my dear friends that are listening to this have become part of our newsletter. You can do that by going over to our site at theheaventour.com theheaventour.com. And also take a look at the travel map of where I'll be heading to. Uh, I spent some time yesterday sharing that, and I don't want to go back into it again. don't want to bore you with details, other than the fact is, uh, my goodness, uh, it, we, we had prayed about going to the West Coast. On March 3rd, I'll be traveling, speaking in Hollister, California. Labor Day, I'll be speaking in Eager, Arizona at Grandview Bible Camp. Uh, for a weekend, and I'll be alongside some wonderful people in Answers in Genesis. You may be familiar with these wonderful, wonderful folks, and I'll be sharing a time with them during a weekend, speaking to families in the area of the region, the southwestern region there. And so a number of things have been uh, opening up, and I'm thankful, so thankful for that, so much so that I'm behind, way behind on getting the third book out. I mean, I'm like half a year behind, so we'll get around to that, but thank you so much for your care, the live streaming in the morning uh, on TikTok at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then moving over to uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube Live. Boy, that has been a very, very special time being with you, and I want to thank you so much for that. And so uh, if you'd like to know some more about uh, the the ministry, just go over to the site, theheaventour.com, all right? And if you have a group of 10 or more that would like me to come and visit, while well, you just give me a yell here. Let's see if we can't get something going here. Number of good friends. I'll be over in Louisiana, as a matter of fact, to the family uh, that runs Rebel uh, Coffee Roasteries, and we're going to have a Bible study there. A group uh, in the area is going to be meeting, so it's not at a church. It's going to be a community-wide Bible study, as well as Sugar Shack Bakery on February 11th and 2 in the afternoon. We'll be over there, and that's Bridgeville, Delaware, open up to the public, having a time there. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a church, an organized church, but if you do, your church would like me to come, oh, just give me a yell. Would love it, absolutely love it. Well, now, let's go to Revelation chapter 18 as we are looking at, we have talked about this, how the financial system, which had seemed so big, so large, was really, if you can use this term, a paper tiger, you know, not only the paper currency, but the gold, the silver, the precious jewels, the pearls, the cinnamons, the frankincense we looked at the last time, it's gone. God has taken it away. In answer to Revelation 6, among other prayers through the years, of those saying, Lord, when will you go and exact justice against the evil? This is the call for Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 1, Habakkuk says, I'm going to sit here and wait. Lord, please tell me, Yahweh, why do good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people? It doesn't make sense. And the Lord says, I'm holy, the justice will come. Habakkuk says, I am satisfied with that answer. 
we see that there are those that go through the ages and they don't see judgment now, but they trust the Lord for his exacting judgment, and this indeed comes. We saw that when we looked in Revelation chapter 10 and verse 6, he said, the delay is no more. Now we start the judgments, and they indeed have come. So now we're looking here in the wrapping up of this system, this world financial system called Babylon. It is not a literal city with that name. It might be in the future, we don't know, but it's more symbolic because Babylon was also the name of the world religious system that went down in the previous chapter. Man-made system, and the Antichrist came and usurped it and tore up the leaders of that. Here, the whole financial system, the computerized uh, monetary system, the stock markets of the world, the gold standards of the world, the vaultings of the precious jewels, they're gone. They're all gone. The people that have made their reputation on this, they're done. We start in verse 21. I'm going to read from the ESV as I rotate the different translations and read these passages. And I'm going to read starting verse 21 and finishing out the handful of verses to explain this and finish Revelation chapter 18. After this has all gone down and there's rejoicing in heaven, God's vengeance is happening. Verse 21, then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, so will Babylon, the great city, be thrown down with violence and will be found no more. I think about that when we uh, look at how things are going to you know, go, and they seem so established. Centralia, Pennsylvania, did you ever read about that? The Pennsylvania city that, was, that numbered in the thousands and is abandoned. I think maybe there are five people living there now because they decided at one time in their history, they were uh, underneath, they were coursing all kinds of mines, all kinds of shafts under there. They started a fire in the city dump and it spread into the mine shafts and there's no way that they can stop them. They're down there. There are so many miles of fires going down there. It was, it was, it was cooking the city. I believe I read that some of the, uh, the temperatures in those uh, different mine shafts were reaching 900. Cemeteries collapsed. Uh, houses were tilting. Steam was coming up through the, the different neighborhoods. They abandoned it. They had to. The government moved everybody, uh, had, had taken the place and blocked it off there. In what was a thriving community, still sits there. Every once in a while, there will be maybe a drone shot on a video of what was there. I mean, people left and their furniture was still in the house. Some cars are still in the driveway. Very creepy. And I think about that when I think of what was once so magnificent in Babylon. What was once so admired is gone. It's empty. This is what the angel says. And the sound of harpists and musicians, of flute players and trumpeters, will be heard in you no more. All of the joyful sounds are done. I also think uh, somebody had done a series of abandoned amusement parks where people came for a change of pace and an enjoyment, and they're just empty. There were a number of them in the United States. Some in China they showed, some very expensive ones, that were just abandoned. It looks like people just walked away and let it rust. No more music there. Here, the sound of harpists and musicians. Think of weddings and celebrations and concerts. They're no more. Flute players and trumpeters will be heard in you no more. A craftsman of any craft will be found in you 
no more. <laughs> you hear that phrase, no more. It's not going to be there anymore. The sound of the mill will be heard in you, no more. And the light of a lamp will shine in you, no more. It's getting more simple. And as we talk about weddings, and the voice of the bridegroom and the bride will be heard in you, no more. Even as simple as this, just newlyweds, no more. Just in celebrations and industry, I think way back, I did a report, and I was writing uh, freelancing for a textbook company, and I did a, a writing on Enron. Many of you of the older set remember Enron, one of the most mighty industries in Texas and indeed the country. And up to the week before they collapsed, there was a party of the leaders of the upper echelon of Enron. They spent, I think, $11 million on one party. They rented out elephants from a circus. They had Harley Davidson's driving through there and, and the, the leaders on the back there celebrating, knowing full well that things were going to just bottom out. No more. All of that festivities are gone and those people are in jail. This is the same thing we see. How the mighty have fallen, as it says in the scriptures uh, on here. No more. The merchants were, were the great ones of the earth. And all the nations were deceived by your sorcery. And in her was found, once again we see, the blood of the prophets and of the saints and of all who have been slain on earth. They're gone. The nations were deceived by you. You sinned. And you took good people. You took godly people. And in order that you would not lose any financial advantage, you had them killed. Prophets saints, which could be just regular Christians standing for what's right. I think of the Roman Empire and those ones that were just simply honoring Yahweh that faced death, honoring Jesus that were martyred for the faith. And yet, where would the Roman Empire be? Where did it go? And where is the Christian faith today? You see? And so when we see this, the structures and the power of all of those that had made up all of these things, man-made had gone down. We think of the different political systems that were built with the promise of thousands-year reign, which lasted maybe a handful of years or even months. We found those that would uh, attempt to um, have... Oh, uh, how many dot-com companies were in prevalence uh, in, in decades back? We don't even know of anymore. And, and, and all of this, and the questions about cryptocurrency and imbalance of stock markets and the introductions of new products and services that are just not working. We see this all the time. And some people that would be dynamic and rich have nothing. But in here, through all the deceit, it's brought there. Friend, I want to tell you something. Lest there ever comes a time for a believer to let money get in the way, we have a number of safeguards here in our ministry that we don't do that, that it's passed around and you know uh, the, the review of everything is watched over carefully so that money would never be uh, something that would distract from what's going on. And as you know, we don't have speaker's fees. Uh, we don't do things where uh, I'm about to uh, move into a palatial mansion and things like that. There are safeguards against that in there because we know that there can always be a danger. And we've seen many, many a good person, a good leader, a good ministry go because of that. And we, we won't even start about the talk about prosperity preachers. But you see how money can poison, it can taint. And so 
we see this. And what's the end result? What's the finish line? It's gone. And I think that's where we finish today. It's gone. And now things step up. Revelation 19, where things get hugely rebellious. And God says, if you want this rebellion to be large, I will enact justice in a large way. That will be the next chapter, which is known as the location of the Battle of Armageddon. We'll talk about that in our next podcast. Thank you so much. God bless you. And Lord willing, we'll talk soon. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end of year gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795 Pickens, South Carolina 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.